Welcome to Empowered to Love, where faith, boundaries, and healthy relationships intersect for genuine Christ-filled love. I'm Adrian Bender, your guide. In a world of conflicting beliefs and blurred boundaries, we unpack love, life, and relationships through a biblical lens. Our mission, explore loving God, extending that love to others, and cherishing ourselves in the process. Each episode delves into the transformative power of Jesus, offering engaging discussions, practical wisdom, and inspiring insights. Join us to embrace a love rooted in wholeness, a love from a deep relationship with God, and a profound understanding of your identity in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Let's embark on this enlightening journey together, uncovering how faith, growth, and a renewed identity enable us to radiate authentic, empowering love in today's complicated world. Hello and happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to Empowered to Love. This week, I'm going to be uncovering some secret hidden truths behind addiction. I know you're like, Adrian, like, what does this have to do with empowered to love? Like, this is all about fulfilling the greatest commandment. And now you're flipping the script and you're talking about addiction. Well, I have a very different view on addiction and it's probably not very mainstream, but I believe that everyone battles with addiction in some form or another. And I know that that is not what anyone wants to hear, right? Like we want to hear that we're all like amazing and we're doing great things and life is beautiful. But I think that the battle on the inside of every Christian is that there is something that wants to captivate our hearts. And this is going to come from this design I've talked about before where God intentionally, he created within us When we feel pain, we try to escape it and we run towards pleasure. And that's the dynamic, right? That's the dynamic that we all, we don't want to feel pain and we want to make it better. And inherent in that is that God wanted this so that as we encountered suffering or discomfort or anxiety or fear or any of these things that we consider really negative, that all of these things would trigger us and point us towards him. And it's those things that really keep us connected to his heart, those places within us that need him, right? Well, addiction is something that when we look at it in terms of it's running away from pain and towards pleasure, there's so many things in this world that captivate us on a daily basis and that we can become addicted to. Um, This can look like screens, right? You know, like sitting every time you feel uncomfortable in a social situation instead of overcoming that and saying, hey God, how can you use me in this moment? Like we just pick up a screen and we hide and we run towards that thing, right? So instead of running towards God in that moment, we run towards a screen. Or it can look like in life, you know, we struggle with the lies that we have to be perfect and we have to do this really big thing And we become workaholics trying to earn something. And so when we feel insecure, instead of learning to overcome that and look towards God, we run towards work to give us identity and validation. And, you know, all of those things, that self-esteem and that self-worth, it can come from a job. And we can become work addicts where we are not, you know, having God as the source and the center of our lives, but we put work in that. 
It can even be something like sports, right? Like all of these things are inherently good in themselves. Like screens, you can do great things with screens. I'm on a screen right now. You know, work, I love to work. Work is awesome. But in that, like to what extreme do we take it to? The same thing is when we look at something like sports, which is there's nothing wrong with sports, but if it takes up all of your time and it's where you find your identity and it's where you put all of your money and you spend all of your life kind of revolving around this one thing, that in itself can become an addiction. It can, can become a source for you of this, this pleasure and the self-worth that is apart from God. So we always want to demonize, you know, like, oh, these big porn addictions and drug addictions or food addictions that we have. But in all of us, there is these battles to find life apart from God himself. So I think that I know that, you know, you want to look at it in terms of the big destructive ones, but I wanted to stigmatize that too, because the big destructive ones, when you think of like having a hardcore drug problem, right? And you are, you know, really using a hardcore substance. The only difference between that and someone that's picking up a screen is the degree of pain and trauma that they felt in their life. You know, like the bigger the addiction that we look at, a lot of times is all it is is a reflection of hurt and pain that hasn't had the time to heal, hasn't had the help and the support to heal, hasn't had, you know, the coping skills to really overcome that thing. But all in all, it's all the same thing, folks. And so the secret behind addiction is that we are all battling these things and it's something we have to be aware of because if we're not, we miss the point and the purpose of life itself. And we were created to love God. We were created to sit at his feet and to walk through this life in peace as his kid, in joy as his kid, knowing that he takes care of everything and that we're in the palm of his hands and that we're so incredibly loved. And unfortunately, from the pain from relationships and the trauma that we endure, or just from the discomforts and the insecurities of not having our identity rooted in Christ, it pushes us to find pleasure from different places other than God. And when you look back at the Old Testament, this was something that was talked about extensively, and it was in terms of idolatry. And they talked about, you know, these big, massive stone images of these different gods that were created. And so I've always kind of wondered, you know, over time, like, Lord, like, what is this? How does this relate to like modern day idolatry and these big stone things that they worshiped? It took a lot of time, right? It took all of your time. It took all of your brain power to be able to create this. It took your resources it took your finances. And in modern day times, the things that we idolize and that we put in the place of God, it is the same thing. You know, if you're spending all of your money on this thing, whether it's sports or a drug, like you're still putting all of your finances towards that thing. You know, if you're taking all of your time, your mental brain power, thinking about and scheming about and that thing is the center of your heart and your mind and your life, that is no different than idolatry back in the day where they took all that they had to be able to use the resources to create this thing. That's what they worshiped. And that's our heart response on a daily basis. Where is our heart? Is our heart responding towards God when we're feeling 
negative things that we encounter, pain or suffering, are we running towards him as we're encountering work on a daily basis when struggles come up? Do we look to ourselves or do we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us through those moments, to give us wisdom in those moments? You know, it's daily small choices to point our hearts towards God determines whether or not we successfully love him and fulfill the greatest commandment of all times, which is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our mind, all of our strength, right? That is what determines as a Christian in this lifetime, if we pass or we fail, you know, and I, I'm an academic person. I love to learn and I want to pass with flying colors. I want to love him because he first loved me and he rescued me and he's redeemed me. And to give that back, it looks like having him captivate our hearts. So I don't know where you're at today. I know that in my lifetime, like my relationship with God, it ebbs and flows, right? Like there's different seasons. I've been in survival mode. I've been in valleys. I've been in mountaintops. But what is consistent through it all that I always try and maintain is when I'm struggling, going to him. You know, whether it's with those emotions and just pouring them out and being real, or if I'm having a rough time, you know, turning on that worship music and just lifting my hands up to him. And on a daily basis, what are my inputs? Like we have 24 hours in a day and out of those 24 hours, am I taking the time to input his word in some way, whether it be through a podcast of someone preaching and sitting down and reading my Bible, or is it just taking, you know, my old journals and reading through the scriptures that he's spoken over my heart or just taking that. I do it the first of the day, but that's not something that you have to religiously do. It can be at your lunch break. It can be in the afternoon. It can be as you drive on the way to work, turning on your Bible app and just letting it speak some Psalms to you as you're driving to work. Like there isn't a perfect script, but it does look like on a daily basis in putting the truth into your heart and being transformed by the renewing of your mind and declaring that out of your mouth through worship and prayer, you know, whether it's just praying with your kids or praying at the dinner table or taking some time to pray with a friend. Like this is what relationship looks like. And when you're in a relationship with someone and you like, if you remember that first love kind of love, man, like you're talking about them and you're, you're thinking about them and you're spending your money on them and you're spending your time, right? Developing that relationship. And that's the same thing with God. Like if someone filmed my life on a daily basis and there were no words and no one knew what was going on, you could see throughout a day time taken for this thing, right? You know, and when it was in the Old Testament, it was idolatry building and using to create these idols that they worshiped. In our lives today, the greatest sacrifice we can give is going to be the time that we take in order to worship God with our lives through service, through love, um, through worship, through putting, having those inputs of his truth coming into us. That's how we develop a relationship and we really get to know him. And over the seasons of life, as it ebbs and flows and changes, all in all, he, because he first loved us in return, he is worshiped with our lives. And that's like the ultimate thing that we want. So ask yourself those questions today. You know, where is my time going? Where is, where do I run to when I am sad? Where 
do I go when I feel pain? And if there is some place in your life that you're going to other than God, maybe take some time to fast about that thing, like remove it from your life for a season and to like release, loosen its holds on your life because it's not all these things, these addictions that we sometimes battle, they're not always, you know, bad things in and of themselves. They just capture it in our heart in a way that we become addicted to them as our source. And if you're scared to let that thing go today, when you think about what that thing is to remove it from your life, if you feel some fear, you need to evaluate that. And that's the secret behind addiction is that it doesn't always look like a drug problem or a porn problem. It can look so many different ways. And so I just want to reveal that to you today to really take some time to navigate where does your heart go when you feel uncomfortable? Who do you run to when that big thing happens? And where do you spend your money and your time? And as you do this, take some time. If the Lord leads you to repent of it turn in a different direction because that's what repenting is. It's not just saying, I'm sorry. It's truly deciding and setting your attention on a new course and take some time to fast from it. If it's something that obviously is very destructive, you want to break free from it forever. But if it's not one of those big things that you need to fully break free from, it's just something that you're using, like maybe like food or screens or those sorts of things. When you take that time to fast, you put God back at the center it really begins to transform things. And that's where you find like this feeling, like this really intense feeling of freedom, where you find joy when all of these lesser things don't don't have a hold on our hearts. Um, So I encourage you to do that today. And also just on a daily basis, like it's so key to be able to have those conversations with the Lord, pouring out our hearts to Him, worshiping Him, and reading your Bible, I think that that's key. If you want to hear from God, he's speaking every day. And every time you open up your Bible, you learn more about who he is and who he created you to be so that we can overcome these battles that we face, the lies that try to keep us from our freedom and our identity in Christ. And so we can grow to ultimately find that wholeness because once you really get this down and you commit, like he's going to be my first love and you let him love you, Good Lord, that's when everything changes. And that's what we want to talk about throughout all of these different podcasts. That's what we want to navigate is how do we have him where he needs to be so that we can in turn heal and become like whole and super loved and just walking in that freedom because out of that, that's where we make impact, whether it be in our families or our communities or the things that he's called us to do. It comes from that place of having him first. So... I just want to encourage you today, pray about it, navigate it, see what that looks like, and ask God to show you any place where he is not at your source and he is not your number one, and find that freedom that he is offering to you today to be able to walk in that joy and not be attached to that thing, but be attached to him, because him as your source, oh man, there's, that's, that's the life that he paid for that is worth living. So I pray that for you today, and I hope this message encourages you to keep God first, love him well, so that you can in turn do great and amazing things with your life. So thank you so much for joining me. It's always such a pleasure, and I will see you next week as we navigate how we are empowered to love both God, ourselves, and the world in which we live. God bless. 
As we conclude another episode of Empowered to Love, I hope that you've gained insights into faith, boundaries, and the transformative power of healthy relationships. The journey toward authentic love and self-discovery is ongoing, requiring reflection, taking steps, and a commitment to a Christ-centered identity. Apply today's wisdom to embrace the freedom, joy, and peace through a wholehearted love for God, for yourself, and for others. Join us in the next episode as we delve into unlocking the potential of love rooted in wholeness and guided by God's grace. Thank you for being part of the Empowered to Love community. Until next time, may your journey be filled with purpose, grace, and the transformative power of authentic love. This is Adrienne Bender signing off from Empowered to Love. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and empowered by Christ.